cadets and captains to a brand new episode of M Class Podcast. I'm Jeff. I'm sick boy Josh. Josh got COVID. <laughs> Welcome to the COVID cast. We're going to list our favorite foods to eat on COVID. Uh, anything one. with no flavor. Dicks. <laughs> number two. All the fucking snot I'm swallowing. Number two? Mm. You eating doo-doo? I could. It wouldn't even matter. I guess that's probably true. Uh, you may be hearing a third sultry tone in the mix today. It's because we are joined by Mr. Rich Masters. Bitch bastards to cover up my sick ass voice. <laughs> yeah, I'm here. Hello. <laughs> Exciting. I'm glad you're here today. I was. I it, well, I I I had a shit day at work, so I, I'm kind oh, of like no. this is my this is my. This is my sort of uh, get back on track thing. Tell so, us about it. Someone was drilling above my office for like eight oh my hours. God. They were fucking? How, no. How did they not get like chafed? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a there really boring story, but they were drilling. Uh, the sound of drilling has just basically ruined my day. So, yeah. Doesn't England have like a no drilling in offices law or something? Only on days where we play cricket in the office. That's, uh, okay, okay. That so there's sense. no cricket today. Yeah. No cricket I'd, like it to, today. I'd like it to be known. Everybody knows I keep the memory alpha open. Please sponsor us. Um, <laughs> because you're getting all this like gross hentai money from the ads on the side of the shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Barkley would approve. I mean, Barkley would dude. approve. Uh, oh, God. Away... Oh, God. I dropped something. <laughs> oh, God. Josh actually does have COVID. This is not a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I have it. It sucks. I've got a mask I've had over it for... my microphone, so you can't infect me. Yeah. Yeah, that's how it works. That's how computer mm-hmm. viruses start. Yeah. Don't breathe in near your headphones too hard, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to my clear breathing. <laughs> wow. Sounded like Donkey Probably Kong. Should... I shouldn't <laughs> joke about that. <laughs> Someone's right. going to put that on loop. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, somebody could turn that into a beat. That'd be sick. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that made me uh, think of Biz Marquee. R.I.P. Yeah, rip I rip rip IP. Rip IP. A <laughs> uh, little bit of a spoiler by mentioning Reginald Barkley. Uh, today we are doing an extra episode in the Renaissance Fair collection that uh, not brought to us by Daruma. I just chose this one myself. It's uh, yeah. TNG Season 3, Episode 21, Hollow Pursuits, a.k.a. the first appearance of Reginald Barkley. You know, it took me until last night to realize that this title is genius. It is yeah, a genius title. Because it, it means, like, hollow deck. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but it's not spelled that way. He still got it, guys. His pursuits are hollow. Get it? His pers- it's it's a hollow endeavor. This episode to- was written by Sally Caves, <laughs> who uh, is most famous among Star Trek fans, of course, for creating Reginald Barkley and coining the term "hollow addiction." Mm-hmm. Uh, but I thought it was funny. This episode has a lot of um, sort of old English, Middle Welsh kind of like fantasy, mm-hmm. like. I guess it's pretty French leaning as well with all the musketeer outfits. I thought this was the one where he had the nose, and I was sorely disappointed. Uh, I was really confused about why the fuck you kept bringing up a nose. That, 
Doesn't he have the yeah, nose yeah, in one of them? Yeah, he plays Cyrano de Bergerac in the one where yeah. he, gets the, uh, he gets the... The big brain? The big brain, yeah. Nth degree yeah. or something That's like that. right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, right. But she, uh, Sally Caves, has a PhD in medieval languages and literature. So Ooh. I thought that was a really fun sort of addition to this episode. Who doesn't? Get out of my face, Sally McGraves. <laughs> what did you major Josh, in? Are you sure you don't want to lay down? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> she also co-wrote the episode of Deep Space Nine called Babel with Ira Stephen Bear. Oh. So that's uh, that's her whole contribution to Star Trek. Which one's Babel? It, that's the one where they get aphasia, isn't it? A virus oh. infects the station's residents, making almost everyone able, unable to speak coherently. Yeah. Yeah. Mon- monkey, purple monkey dishwasher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sort of stuff, um, yeah. This episode was directed by Cliff Bowl. They named the Bolians after him. He bullied children on set. He's great. Um, yeah, I love hmm. the way that... Uh... A Barkley makes Wesley like a pie-eating yeah. fucking idiot. Because he is. Yeah, because he fucking is. Yeah. They didn't even have to, like, yell, like, action. He was just like, I'm eating this pie. Could you imagine coming to work one day and they just hand you a whole pie and they're like, just go to town. You don't have any lines or anything. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Did you... Did you guys like Barkley when you were... When you first watched No. This? When you first yeah. watched no. it? I did not. That was actually my next question, Rich. Good host stealing. Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Rich, it's... I can't go back. I can't go back it's now. It's Tuesday, Rich, not Tuesday. That's true. He's got you there. <laughs> no, uh, that is a great question that I uh, was definitely not going to ask. Um, <laughs> the, uh, the, what made you guys not like Barkley to begin with? Because I feel like there's a there's a pretty big contingent of Star Trek fans that well, still don't we're gonna like get, Barkley. We're gonna get real fucking Freudian here, right? Sure. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't. I don't think I liked him as a kid because he was me as a kid. Uh-huh, yeah, I see. Yeah. But now I that I watch him. him, I watch this episode and I was like. This is amazing for the time, like talking about like social anxiety and fucking anxiety disorders and shit. Yeah. Like when he's when they're in yep. Ten Forward later in the episode, and he's like telling Jordy how he feels. Like you yeah. don't understand what it's like to be scared all the time. Yeah, to like not know yeah. what to do with your hands or how to speak yep. in public. And like uh, as a kid, that really resonated with me because I was afraid all the time. So it probably resonated with me too. But I was like. Fuck you, dork! Because <laughs> I was a, I was turning it into bullying. Oh, point, I see. Right? You know, Josh not was that I bullied. Ta- Josh people, was taking but... his home life and turning it into bullying. Like yeah, Roger I was Cobra Kaiing. <laughs> <laughs> I like how we picked two different but similar things. Very similar. Good thing Roger never learned karate. Is all I'm saying, dude. Right? Uh, why didn't you care for the character, Ridge? Uh, same. I mean, he is, uh, he's a, he's on paper a dork, and everyone's trying not to be a dork when they're at school. Yeah. And even if you are a dork, you don't want to be a dork. Right. But now I'm kind of, I'm full on, full on calm about my geekish, geekish chic. So, uh, I'm going to shove you in a locker. Geek chic. No, you can try. Ooh. I'd swirl. But you're in another, you're in another country, so. <laughs> Look, I got I'd really long you, arms. but. Get on a plane, motherfucker. <laughs> you guys have those weak-ass <laughs> toilets over there. <laughs> Safe water. Ooh. 
Yeah, way to try uh, and also, save the planet, you dorks. You yeah, dorks. <laughs> Uh, I I was so aware of the fact that I was a dweebus that like it was impossible for me not to relate to him. I mean like I when I watched Saved by the Bell, I wanted to be Zach Morris, which is probably a red flag, but <laughs> I was well aware that I was much closer to being Screech, unfortunately. But in real life, you're more like Zach Morris than Screech. Yeah, now that Screech I'm a super a... cool old man, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And you're alive. And you're alive, True. and you're not a criminal. As I, far I never as I did know. any mm. sexual acts involving doo doo, so I got that old oh. screech. <laughs> that old chestnut. I, di- I didn't write a completely fake tell all book <clears throat> to try and get sympathy for myself. What did he say? That w- what happened? Was it just like, like, did he fight a bear or what? There was a whole lot of like. <laughs> Uh, all the other cast members treated him like shit when, like, everybody who worked on the show was, like, he was, like, a little dickhead constantly. Uh, yeah, well. And, uh... Especially, especially the bear that was Yeah, the, the bear college. was yeah. a big bully. Mm. During the college years mm. when they got that sophomore bear friend. <laughs> there, there were, I think... Principal Growsley. <laughs> <laughs> In Saved by the Bell, the college years, there was an ex-football player on the cast who played an ex-football player who was their Was it Bill Romanowski? And I think he was (laughs) on the Chicago Bears. Brian Erlacher. (laughs) Just keep naming names I don't know, dog. We'll be here all day. (laughs) I'll find it. Hold on. Saved by the Bell, the college. I shouldn't be doing this as the host, but here we are. I should be doing it. Um, I'm the least effective member of this show right now. I, so. I believe his name is Mario Lopez. <laughs> <laughs> Stella. A-star. Well Amazing done. research team. Bob Golick. <laughs> oh, Bob Golick. Oh, yeah. okay. He played, yeah, for yeah, the, yeah. he played for the Browns and the Raiders. Yeah. Golick or Golick. G-O-L-I-C. His brother played for the Eagles. Okay. Mm. Okay. All right. Well, now that we've done whatever the fuck we've done for the past little while, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> we're going to actually jump into the episode. Star Wait, Trek. We had to watch an episode? <laughs> uh You remember it. You've seen this one. I watched it. Yes, the one with the, one with the nose. The yeah. one. <laughs> got him to be fair <laughs> this one does have the the musketeers and yeah. all that shit's the same shit to americans so anything french same book same book <laughs> well, like, alexander dumas whatever colored me know. surprised when i watched the man in the iron mask finally as a kid and the musketeers are in this shit <laughs> 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 It's like uh, it's like the the Kill Bill verse, like it's all connected. Oh hell yeah! Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I I love the summary in this Memory Alpha article. Lieutenant Reginald Barkley, a new and brilliant engineer, relaxes in ten forward. Brilliant, I guess. This is his fantasy. I guess he is. In the open, in the open. Yeah, this I guess is his he fantasy. Is. Uh, Troy wafts in on a breeze, looking uh, sexy as the night. And she does look good in this episode. And Guinan is like, she'd look better on my floor. Wait a minute. Wait. <laughs> as a cake. Oh, she'd look way cellular. better as a cake. I'd like to get between her cellular peptide cakes. Oh wow, that was actually pretty genius, sick Josh. You're welcome. <laughs> my, my brain <laughs> is functioning. 
Josh would like to put his mint frosting on her. Oh no. Mint? Oh no. What is wrong, Josh? (laughs) (laughs) I need to go to the doctor. Uh, So Guinan's like, I don't want any trouble, Barkley. And he's like, trouble is my middle name or something. So you kind of know this is bullshit right off the bat, right? Like Jordy comes in and he's like, Barkley, where were you? You're supposed to be on duty and you're in here drinking. You're in here <laughs> sipping up. Bar- You're in here making seven up yours. Barkley's like, why don't you take yourself and your holier-than-thou attitude and get out of my life and just shoves him on the floor like a school bully. He pushes <laughs> him so hard he, like, fucking paper airplanes over a bunch of shit. Like, he just topples. Like, well, yeah, Reginald he Barley. falls comedy pratfall yeah. style. <laughs> He's like windmilling and everything. (laughs) Guys, you're missing the point. That's how strong Barkley is. He's that strong. Oh my god. Riker comes in and he's like, Barkley, what you've just done is insubordination. And uh, Barkley's just like, yeah, what about it? Doesn't he go, well, to insubordination? Yeah, he, he toasts for <laughs> Troy. Yeah. And Riker tries to grab him, but Barkley, like, reverse Judy chops him. and like He puts him in a hammerlock. And Barkley's like, you're nothing more than a pretty mannequin in a fancy uniform. <laughs> Which the is the weirdest like, part is when he starts, like, power humping him to show <laughs> dominance like a wolf. And then Riker's like, you think I'm pretty? <laughs> And he gets the big anime eyes. Oh, so beautiful. <laughs> He's like, if Captain Picard has something to say to me, then have him come say it himself. But he throws Riker away. Damn. And Jordy runs away like, I'm going to tell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, Barkley comes over to Troy, and she's like, I sense your confidence and your arrogant resolve. It excites <laughs> me. That's like the 1992 version of I'm wet as fuck. Pretty much. <laughs> I love it when you throw my ex-boyfriend around. Yeah, fuck and you, And that blind Riker. man. <laughs> I love the way you beat up the handicap. Uh, somebody calls over the intercom. Barkley, report to Cargo Bay 5 now. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. This fucking article's hilarious. I invite everyone to come and read this article. Barkley tells Troy that it, and then fucking uh, brackets, whatever they were going to do. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yeah. We'll have to wait until later. And Annoyed tells the voice he'll be right there. They're going to go play bocce ball. <laughs> they were just going to have a quiet dinner. <laughs> they were going to watch an episode of Family Guy. <laughs> but uh, he, he walks to the entrance and he says, computer save program. And then we learn he's on the holodeck this whole time. Yeah, it was an obvious. Yeah. And he, he looks like scared out of his wits when he leaves. He does such a good job of like turning on that yeah. scaredy cat acting. Which is, is yeah, the, the I never knew. Off. I, I never knew that he was howling mad Murdoch because of that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. He's howling mad in real life, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, yeah now he is. Howling MAGA in real life. Yeah. Man, does he know that the A-Team was a show and wasn't real? <laughs> Probably not. He thinks he's in the holodeck still. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in Cargo Bay 5, the real Jordy and Riker are uh, beaming in some containers. 
Exciting. (laughs) Jordy's like, I'm at my wit's end with this fucking broccoli dork. Dude, the fact that they give him, like, a shitty high school nickname. Dude, you're right, Rich. It is fucking high school, man. (laughs) It's like, are our heroes on Star Trek high school bullies, it turns out? (laughs) I mean, I guess you're used to a certain status quo, right? And they kind of say that. They're like, I'm Mm. not used to the... People being on report and shit. Like, it's yeah. got to be frustrating. Especially when they, when they, uh, like, the crew are the, to be in Starfleet, you've got to be the epitome, right? You've got to, you've got yeah. to really want it. Because you can, you can just live and do nothing now. True. So if you yeah. really want it, you've got to be the best of the best. Because there's no monetary value, no sort of nepotism. So, right. like, for someone to be on that ship and be shit, that's got to be really tough for the people around you as well. It's got to be really confusing, really. Yeah. Like, like how they're they're talking right now, and they're like, "How did he even make it through the academy?" Mm. <laughs> he, he did it long distance. <laughs> he did a uh, he did the yeah, mail in Ar- Arizona uh, Phoenix Phoenix University of Phoenix. There it is, Starfleet Community College. <laughs> the, uh, dude, I'd watch that sitcom starring Joel McHale. That would be amazing. <laughs> um. Riker's like, look, I'll talk to Brock. I'll talk to the captain about broccoli, and he's like, oh, tee, it's a nickname Wesley gave him. Jordy's <laughs> 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 like, yeah, well, that nickname is apt, and I'm like, well, how? What? Yeah, what, what is a green broccoli? Yeah, what does that even mean? Uh, we meet Duffy, the most important character in the episode. It turns out <laughs> he also drinks Duff beer, apparently. He's uh he's using an anti grab sled and it fucks up and knocks one of the canisters off and it breaks a seal. And I mean go. those canisters are so small, just fucking pick them up and carry them. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I think the seal was already broken, right? Because that's how it, the grab sled breaks. Yeah. yeah, I guess that's probably true. They're like, they're like, oh, the canister has got like uh fucking dry ice coming out of it <laughs> yeah I'm a, I'm a big fan of their like quarantine mentality right where like yeah like what the hell's spe- in that thing it starts spewing shit into the air and they just pick it up with their fucking bare hands and walk away and a doctor will just give me a fucking inoculation Whatever. it's fine <laughs> uh barkley comes in and he does exactly what i always did at work situations where i spotted superiors <laughs> and then ducked behind something really fast yeah <laughs> Uh, but they catch him in Jordy's Because lip. they're looking right at him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jordy's vision is based on movement, so... <laughs> he's like, look, do you have a problem reporting for duty on time, Mr. Barkley? And he's like, oh, I had a, I had an emergency communique that required my immediate f- attention. I had to go push you over in a bar. <laughs> Jordy's like, I don't want to hear it. And I'm like, all Jordy's right, I'd push him over in a bar, too. Yeah, he's like pissed. And he's like, "Look, the anti-grav platform's having some trouble. You need to go fix it." And Barkley's like, "I was, I was gonna, but, uh, but you called me over here. I was literally gonna go and yeah. do that, but you called me over here to talk about shit." Right, yeah. Riker does the the standard overbearing man move and grabs him by his upper arm, mm. and he's like, "Look, I'm tired of seeing you on report." If, I don't know how things were done on your last posting, but this is the Enterprise. Yeah, it's not if the... I see you on report one more time, you're going on double report. But this isn't the USS Beta Cuck. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't the USS Beta Cuck B. 
but he, Riker, like, walks out, but he continuously, if you watch, he looks back, like, four times angry <laughs> at Barkley. Yo, Riker hates him. All the way to the end of the episode where Barkley saves every man, woman, and child's life on the episode, they're like, oh, <laughs> thanks to Lieutenant Barkley, and he's like, acknowledged. <laughs> Fucking hate that Broccoli. guy. Fucking asshole. Uh, Barkley is like, look, everything in the anti-grav platform looks fine. Let's let's. I don't fire know what's wrong with it. <laughs> and it it just starts shaking and just dips to the side and knocks another one of the things off. Spews vapor. It does that S- Star Trek breakdown. <laughs> and O'Brien just picks it up with his bare fucking hands and walks off. <laughs> Jordy's like, look, engineering, I'm going to need whoever you can spare. I'm down here with fucking broccoli. And they're like, <laughs> you can hear the laughter. Got him. <laughs> fucking dork. Jordy, Jordy, Jordy. <laughs> Jordy. <laughs> Phillips, Phillips. <laughs> Barkley's like, it, uh, it shouldn't do that. I mean, of course it shouldn't, but... uh, <laughs> Yeah, like he's so... Oh man, he plays it so good. Like, he plays it a little. It's too a little good. over the top. It's a little over the top. Like, cause like if you have social anxiety, you're not like that hmm. stuttery. But I don't know. I mean, I wasn't, I guess it depended but... on the situation. Like, yeah. if if yeah. like Jordy was doing saying all this shit to me, and there were pretty girls nearby, that might work. Yeah. Then yeah. <laughs> that yeah. Uh oh. Or, or pretty aliens. <laughs> Uh-oh, the ladies are going to see I'm a beta cuck. Oh, no. If those, <laughs> if those squid monsters were nearby from the one episode with Loaxana, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I'd be so bonered up, I wouldn't be able to do anything. <laughs> but uh, squid mouth. I have to I have to hold my pad in front of my crotch for a while. Sorry. Mr. Broccoli, <laughs> please come to the electronic chalkboard. <laughs> I, uh, I imagine... It's quite hard to hide a boner in a onesie as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. If you got a boner just, like, on set, what did you do about it? You you just showed it (laughs) off, I guess. Hit it with a pad. You just hit it? it You hit it with a pad or the double axe handle. Yeah. What if you're into that? (laughs) Well, then you've got bigger problems, I guess. <laughs> Ain't no kink shaming on my podcast. Yeah. No, oh, I'm yep. sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> you degenerate. Yeah. Um, sorry to everyone who double handles. <laughs> Which is everyone, am I right? Am I right, big dick friends? I gotta, and don't check, but that's how it is. I mean, I can go for like two or three more fists on that thing. Mm-hmm. Damn. A, bu- a bushel of fists. A bushel. Uh oh! A plane is flying by my window. Um. Jeff's getting 9/11. Oh no! Not again! <laughs> One weird day. Uh, Captain Picard is in his ready room, and uh, Riker and Jordy are in there, and they're like, "Look, get rid of this fucking dude. Axe him. I'm done. Double axe." I love this part because Picard's like, "You guys are." Douchebags, get yeah. that shit out of your head. Yeah, he's like, look, it's... on his last posting, he got nothing but exemplary remarks. Yeah, and mm-hmm. they're like, uh, Riker's like, I think he gave gave us a lemon. Yeah, they greasily buttered our buttered our bread or whatever. Yeah, yeah. dirt roaded us. I think he said, <laughs> dirt roaded us. <laughs> Jordy's like, look, I thought I could work with anybody until Broccoli came and made everybody nervous. And 
Picard's like broccoli. Yeah. Uh, it's always just caught on. We'll uncatch it then. Yeah, yeah. Which doesn't have any time up... for bullying. Yep. No. It sets up the best joke in the episode, though, which yeah. is good. It is. <laughs> Riker's like, look, I looked into Barkley's psychological profile, and he has a history of seclusive tendencies that was noted at the Academy more than once. And I was like, all right, well, I just learned today I would not make it through the Academy, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Broccoli yeah. did, so you'd be fine. Uncatch shit as well. What is that shit? Like, he likes to yeah, stay they... in his room. Who yeah. gives a shit? Yeah, what does I that guess have they to do, do with have your performance? To... I guess I mean... they do have to, like, evaluate all your shit, though, right? Because, like, you're out in space in the middle of nowhere. Like, if you snap and go nuts, like, that's a problem, right? But if you don't spend some time on your own and you... You, you're going to snap and go nuts anyway, right? What if you yeah. snap and get a giant brain and become real smart? Yeah, exactly. Is that, that fine? That's not your fault. That's fine. Yeah. Picard's like, that's like <laughs> Barkley chose the same way of life and the same commitment to Starfleet as everyone else on this ship. Mm-hmm. So I'm denying your transfer request. What I want you to do, Jordy, is be his best friend. <laughs> And Jordy's like, what? He straight up can says, you do that? He straight up says, I can't, I can even barely stand to be in the same room as him. I'm like, he's just nervous. Yeah. 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 It's not that bad, man. It could be worse, right? I think, what really, I think the biggest, I'll oh, go ahead. I was, I was going to say, what, what is really awkward is, like a couple of episodes before this, he's fucking like, Leah Brahms's hologram. Yeah, like, exactly. How is that any different, Geordie? You well, fucking he kinda, weirdo. Well, he kind of, he kind of, he kind of is cool about the whole holodeck thing. Mm, though, yeah, right. Well, yeah, he does yeah. understand that a little bit at least. <laughs> he, he's not like, oh my god, you sicko. I will say that he's, this is after he's been forced to pretend to be Barkley's friend for the rest of the episode. Mm, yeah, yeah, true, true. Uh, I, I was gonna say the. Um, the problem with this episode in general is it introduces Barkley in a way that sort of endears him to you by the end of the episode. But yeah. boy, does that come at the degradation of Riker and Jordy as characters. Yeah. Riker especially, I yeah, think. Yeah, Riker comes off as, like, a high school jock bully who fucking hates co- nerds. He is Cobra Kai, dude. Yeah. <laughs> um... <laughs> I didn't mean to say that was such fucking aplomb. Yeah! yeah! <laughs> Sweep the leg! <laughs> but uh, Jordy walks up. Again, this article is fucking hilarious. LaForge, looking like a cow being led to slaughter, approaches Barkley. <laughs> Someone's writing their thesis today. This is Whoever wrote this is great. But uh, he's, he's like... Jordy is doing his best to appear friendly and supportive to a person he hates with all of his heart and soul he does Mm. a pretty good job i think he's pretty good once he gets into the groove of it with barclay he's actually pretty supportive which makes you how his behavior is before totally unjustified and weird absolutely yeah, it's, it's too big of a jump right mm-hmm. like why it's like the 40 year old virgin like like in the beginning of that movie they they like hate him right mm-hmm. like he's the bro he's the broccoli right yeah. mm-hmm. and it takes them a little while and some there there's just not enough scenes it's just too short of a show yeah in in order to have that kind of attitude about 
Barkley, not Broccoli, you high school bullies. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. He, uh, Broccoli should have had to fuck up actual things. He should yeah. have, ca- yeah. have been causing problems for the ship and not just being a little late every now and then and weird. Yeah, yeah. Because also, it's not like he's late to a red alert. He's late to a, 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 a can of Coke, fizzy Coke, falling off a sled. Like, it's not... <laughs> it's not like... It's not like the ship's in danger, right? And I, I appreciate that if you're in the, the space military, you've got to be on time and, you know, shine sure. your shoes yeah. and tuck your sheets in your bed and stuff like that. But, like, it's a, it's a fizzy canister on a, on a sled. Like, chill the fuck yeah. out, Geordie. You're late all the time you're like rolling under doors like fucking up with women on the holodeck i mean what <laughs> letting data do whatever he f- the fuck he wants to endanger the ship like chill out yeah dude. data's like i'm gonna download the enterprise into my brain yeah, and he's like it. okay <laughs> here's something i just realized maybe maybe people don't have this experience like uh, i did because again i was a giant loser when i was a small child <laughs> but mm-hmm. there was always that uh i think it happened twice even during my childhood there was a friend who was a giant nerd just like i was but mm-hmm. he got the opportunity if he would become a shithole bully to he join the cool. cool kids yeah and he turned on all of us and became a shithole bully and that's jordy yeah. in this episode really because yeah. he's a giant dweebus yeah, but he gets to make fun of someone lesser than yeah, him. Yeah, Riker's like, look, if you shit on broccoli, you can sit at my table at lunch. <laughs> and Worf is over there, like, going like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> Worf is and over then, there being like, nerds! And Crusher and Troy walk by and they go, hey, boy. <laughs> so they wear cheerleader outfits? <laughs> is there a game today? I mean, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> the big sock um, hop. Oh boy! It's it's the, it's the the most uh, tense episode of the year. It's the uh, girls ask the boys dance coming up. The, the uh, Sadie Hawkins yeah, the Sadie dance. Hawkins dance. Yep, yep. Uh, but good song by Reliant K. Okay. Um, Jordy's like Barkley. Look, I got a senior staff meeting in the morning. And I think you should come. And Barkley's like, what? He's like, do you want me to prepare? Uh, do you want me to make brownies? <laughs> do you want me to shine your shoes? Yep. And he's like, no, no, just just you. Just be there. Barkley's like, look, I'll, I'll be on time. Eight, oh, 800 hours. And he's like on cloud nine for a minute. But he's also terrified mm. afterwards. Like for a minute yeah. he's on cloud nine and then he's terrified. But that that is exactly what happens, isn't it? Like if you've ha- ever had some sort of social anxiety, you're desperate to fit in. But the moment you get the chance to fit in, the anxiety fuck it up. is replaced yeah. with more anxiety. Yeah, you're going you're yeah. gonna to fuck it up. That's, you're not going to, you know. That's absolutely yep. true. And the the problem comes in with uh, if you can chase away the idea that you're going to fuck it up, right? And you're all ready and you're confident now. You're like, okay, it'll be fine. And then mm-hmm. you get there and you do fuck it up. Yeah. And it reinforces your whole, yeah, the whole thing. It's terrible, man. You've got another, uh, another thing to recall in the cold sweats in the night. Yeah. Those embarrassing yeah. things. I think yep. that's the thing oh, that like, eventually <laughs> happens to people. 
who have that sort of like social anxiety when they're young, the way they um, deal with it as an adult is uh, I just don't go to the things I think are going to turn out shitty. Yeah. Yeah, I do, I do I that I like to too. stay home. Yep. <laughs> or I go to them and then I get fucking COVID and then <laughs> oh. I have COVID. Josh, how, how long have you had COVID as of today? Uh, six days. Six magical days. Six wonderful... <laughs> Six days, five nights, beach, on, right on the beach. <laughs> How much snot do you think has exited your body in that six days? Uh, 47 gallons. Wow. Jesus. But <laughs> yeah. you folks at home didn't even know you had that much liquid in you. Your body just makes it. What made me laugh is earlier in the week, I, I was texting you and you said to me this joke is so funny I'm going to really enjoy it when I don't feel shit (laughs) (laughs) and I was like okay go to bed Josh (laughs) my my favourite part of the DM this week was Josh uh, just yelling at us for like like, typing in caps like alright I get it and I was like what is he talking about my, and then I my realized, Twitter wasn't scrolling yeah then I realized he was yelling at us because he thought we were typing and not hitting enter ever yeah <laughs> I'm sitting here on the Twitter app and it's just like your little dots are going and it's not scrolling down yeah, he's continuously like I see you're typing you're typing and I was like, oh, yeah. God, Josh has gone off the He's deep gone end. Mad. I am totally within my right mind right now. I am totally fine. Speaking of right minds, we're going to take a quick commercial break, and we'll be right back after these messages. After these messages, we'll be right back. Your cat is your friend, and he depends on you to take good care of him. Purina Ketchow. Purina Ketchow. You can depend on Purina Ketchow. Purina Ketchow. He depends on me for loving care, and I depend on Purina Ketchow to give him great taste and nutrition. Purina Ketchow. You can depend on Purina and we're back everybody and we're here and we're gonna be talking about hollow pursuits and everything's good we didn't just bitch for an hour it's fine about what your your mama mama. (laughs) damn you guys are talking about my mom i blacked out (laughs) (laughs) so the next day (laughs) jordy's having his engineering meeting and they're all standing around uh, something that's apparently called the Master System Display Table. I assume Ooh. named after Rich Masters. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I built it. Wow, <laughs> it looks great. But uh, apparently, this group is made of Costa, Myers, Duffy, and Wesley. Mm-hmm. Myers. <laughs> and uh, they're like, "Where's Barkley?" And he's like, "Oh, he's not here yet, sir." And he's like, "Ugh." But then Barkley comes running in. Yeah, he's not even that late. He's like, no, he's like one second. second late. Yeah. But he's like, all right, Duffy and Costa, you go do this fucking stupid grunt work. Uh, Wesley is going to go with Myers and yeah. teach him the difference between impulse and warp drive. <laughs> and they all chuckle because engineers are hilarious. <laughs> yeah, they're so funny. <laughs> also, Myers looks like he wants to kill himself because Wesley's going to come with him. And I feel that. 
Myers looks like he's half insectoid. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Jordan's that's like, my backstory on my. Yeah. <laughs> he's a Zindi Zindi insect. Yeah. Zindi uh, plant. Jordy's yeah. <laughs> uh, like Barkley. What's your uh, preliminary report on that anti grav failure? You've posited some interesting theories in your report, and Barkley's like, uh, uh, like, just report to the staff. He's like, use your words. Yeah. And uh, Duffy looks at him like he's a fucking moron. <laughs> Duffy's like, bro, just read the report. <laughs> Barkley, as it says in this article, Barkley stammers through some tech stuff. Mm-hmm. On which Wesley immediately corrects him, and Barkley looks uh, embarrassed when they move uh, on to do their duties. This is annoying. This is annoying. Yeah. It's like yeah, the well, guy this... who stutters that someone thinks helps them to uh, so finish the word. the word. It doesn't yeah. help. Just be patient. Doesn't help. Yep. Just sit there. You're cutting the person off. You're being mm-hmm. rude as fuck. Mm-hmm. He uh, should have been like. Hey, I fucked your mom on the holodeck. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I would have said. His mom looking damn good on the holodeck yeah. in this episode. I don't know, get through all those ruffles, though. Ugh. It's worth it. I'm um, gone all day. Barkley has gone to counseling with Troy, wink. It's in real life, wink, wink. And wink. He's he's swaggering around the room being like, I. but he's talking about being disgusted with himself. Yeah. Yeah, he's, like, weirdly British, too. Yeah. <laughs> like, I should have told him to mind his own business. Business. Yeah, yeah. So he's like, look, you're getting, you're being much too hard on yourself. You need to relax. Now close your eyes. And then she fucking, he fucking, like, kisses the shit out of her. Mm-hmm. They French, dude. <laughs> There's Frenching going on. And then he's like, look, it's time for a change of program. For what reason, we as the audience can never know. <laughs> we will never know. Because he shifts to uh, a beautiful set that they've set up with, like, trees and, like, a sunset lighting and shit. It looks great It's golden there. hour. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Troy is there in a toga, identifies herself as the goddess of empathy, and tells him to cast off his inhib- inhibitions and come to her. More like the goddess of humpathy. <laughs> Cast then, off your then, clothes. Oh, yeah, nice. come in me. Oh, God. <laughs> and Barkley comes up and they start kissing again. And uh, we as an audience are not supposed to think that he's boning Holodeck Troy mm-hmm. at this moment. No, they're boning. <laughs> and it's like... Uh, it's like... This this is the stuff that people point out as like Barkley's like a monstrous piece of shit or whatever, right? <laughs> I think and it there's is weird two as points fuck. of view to this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I tend to agree that, like, it's not that weird. So, they do say later on in the episode that there isn't any laws about this. Yes. No, and, there aren't. you know, it's weird, but it's only weird because of the fact that, because they've got this sort of, like, I don't know, enlightened sense of sexuality, they don't think that anyone would do that. But if you create a holodeck... And you don't expect people to do this, and you don't set a law. You're an idiot. Uh, I mean, you are an idiot. It's it's gonna Look, happen. Look, he all he's an engineer, and he engineers his fantasies into a more tangible mm-hmm. realm. Like 
if he to... were just fantasizing about this in his quarters in his head, it would nobody would ever care. This is true, right? That's a true point. So if you guys had a holodeck, you would put people you know in there and fuck them. I mean, yeah. I think every single person in the history of the world, living or dead, <laughs> would do that. I don't think there's a single person who wouldn't. Yeah, I mean, you would start. You might start off that way and then move on to other things, but like you would try it once. So you just would. But also, it's the same. What's the difference between that and your head? Yeah. What is the difference? And also, there is the a weird thing that, like, Barclay's not. There's there's a difference. There's two ways this episode could have gone. Right? He could have had this holodeck fantasy and then gone and acted it out on the real Troy, and it would have been yeah. But he doesn't. Yeah, that He's would have too been scared genuinely and never fucked. does that. And he never. Yeah, that would have been super weird. But he right? never makes any sexual advances to her, and they're friends outside the holodeck, which kind of it's still weird, but it's yeah, it's almost as if he sees that those two things are separate. Like there he is talks a world... about that later. Yeah, when he says that the people in the holodeck are more real to him than mm-hmm. the people outside most of the time. I... I think the only reason that we think it's weird is because we know. If we walked around and knew what other people thought, society would collapse. Yeah. It wouldn't survive. Yeah. It's only weird because we know what he's thinking, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. If, I don't know. If, if we saw it from Geordie's point of view and we just yeah. closed the door on the holodeck, it would just be a weird episode about a shy person. Yeah. Yeah. There yeah, was... which why does Jordy walk into the hot? That's, that's fucking. Weird. Why have you not? Got You're a asking for door? some shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah, the man. thing as well that keeps coming up in this episode is like people just walk into the holodeck. Can't you lock that shit? Put a Dude, sock I'd on the like... handle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, there's a scrunchie on the holodeck door. I'm in here fucking the goddess of empathy. What do you do? <laughs> yeah. What do you want? <laughs> um. T- uh. I will neither confirm nor deny that I would fuck people in the holodeck that I know. <laughs> but the thing is as well that like once that initial thing had gone and you could create anyone, it would be mm. like weird science, wouldn't it? It would be like you'd you take would, the best you parts would... of everyone. Yes. And well, it wouldn't yes. be Riker does that in an episode yes. when he creates um minuet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, uh, extra milfy, please. Make her super <laughs> milfy. Yeah. Um, Make her smell the, of tobacco. Uh, <laughs> like, my boy Broccoli and my worst nightmare happens where uh, all of his friends form a second chat room without him to talk about him behind his back. Because <laughs> they all meet again. And they're like t- shitting on Barkley and uh, Wesley's like, uh, how? Di- what are you mad at me about? I just told him he was wrong and yeah. Uh, they keep calling him Broccoli and Data's like, uh, why is he being clandestinely referred to as a vegetable? Yeah, Data is good guy Data here. Like, yeah, he it points out how shitty they all are. Which I yeah, like. he's like, is isn't that usually like a fondness or whatever? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. usually the person is in on it. Yeah, and Jordy's like, he's exactly right, and that's why the nickname is gone. Captain's orders. Yeah, and uh, Duffy's and du- glass starts pissing on him pretty immediately. <laughs> he's like, my Bud Light, bro. <laughs> <laughs> this is probably that broccoli's fault. Let's get broccoli. him. <laughs> 
but the structure has apparently been twisted from within. Like you could see his fingerprints indenting mm-hmm. into the glass too. Uh, just like me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was like, fingerprints are indenting into your glass. Yeah, my ass. Do you know what really <laughs> bugs me about this scene as well is it always bugs me about scenes Wesley is in. You can see the the edges of a good character. Like yeah. you could see how with the right writing it he could be the sort of lens that every man sees through to look at Starfleet. Like because he doesn't understand right. those things. But he's just written so obnoxiously. Like why can't I cut him off? I know best. It's like, if it yeah. had been just a... I, I don't understand why he took that so badly. It would have been so much more palatable. But it's not because he's such an obnoxious dick. He's a whiny little prick about it the whole time. Hmm. I, look, I'll I'll refrain from saying that most of this is acting. <laughs> <laughs> I just think he acts it. Yeah, he he. I will give him credit though. He does at the end. He's like, oh, and I shut him down. Like he kind of yeah. realizes, right? Yeah. Like I guess that's a positive. Maybe it's just the COVID talking. I don't know. <laughs> why don't you? Why don't you fuck your favorite character in a holodeck? <laughs> <laughs> All Wesley Crushers eating my pies. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, Data scans the glass in engineering, and he's like, "Look, the atomic structure's been altered." But, like, it's not a problem with the replicator because the liquid in the glass is fine. Mm. Which lets us know that Duffy isn't immediately dead from whatever the fuck happened. Yeah. But they do say he is drinking Bud Light. <laughs> he was drinking Natty Light, is what he it was doing. It was an Ameri- a, a light ale of American origin. And yeah. I was like, <laughs> he's drinking Bud. It's Bud Light Light, though, because it's, it's surely it's replicated. So it's like... It's a synthahol version of Bud Light. Oh God, so it's yeah. like... It's water. It's like even worse. It's brown Why water. would you do that to yourself? <laughs> yeah, you could have anything, dude. Fucking liquefy a chocolate cake and drink mm-hmm. it, for fuck's sake, yeah. dude. No, I'm going to have a Bud Light. No, no alcohol, please. <laughs> but uh, some sort of a power source has struck the glass and... Jordy's like, well, god damn it. Now we're going to have to do a complete workup of the power systems. All 4,000 of them. And he's let's like, wait a minute. Barkley do it. Yeah, let's <laughs> shove it off on the Barkley. Uh, but Barkley's like, I was uh, already going to look into it. He's like, what? He's like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that has something to do with what went wrong in the anti grav unit. Mm. And. Uh, no one notices that he's smart for putting these two things together because he's uh, a little nervous about it. Well, he doesn't take credit for it, and that kind of comes up a little bit later yeah. too, right? Where everyone's like, "Great job, Jordy!" And he's like, <laughs> "Jordy's like, well, uh, Barkley was here, and he really thought of it." You know, <laughs> Barkley's like, "No, I mean, uh, <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah." Jordy shows the glass to Riker, and Riker smashes it on the ground and goes, "Party!" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But they need to examine all the systems, and uh, Data's like, it was it was Lieutenant Barkley who first said there could be a correlation between the mm. glass and the anti-grav unit, and Barkley's like, no! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, oh, oh. Well, yeah, it was me. <laughs> I uh, guess I did say that. Picard comes up, and he's like, uh, <laughs> will power be affected during the tests, Mr. Barkley? And he's like trying to be smiley and friendly towards yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. Barkley's like, well, I don't, uh, uh, it shouldn't, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll turn them off. One by one, uh, I don't think so. 
<laughs> Good. I look forward to your report, Mr. Broccoli. <laughs> the realization on his face is so funny. It's so, and it's there's like a little bit of like everybody's standing around, like kind of like chuckling inwardly, trying not to put it out. And Barkley looks so hurt. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, yeah. Barkley. But Riker looks. He's like, yeah. Riker's like, yeah, bully him, bully him. Yeah, fuck him up, Dad. Dad's gonna bully him. <laughs> Picard's like, ah, uh, Barkley. And Barkley's like, I'll, I'll, I'll take my leave. <laughs> <laughs> I love Data being like, metathesis is the most <laughs> common form of mistake in linguistics. Bark to Brock, and then he like just is like, <laughs> turns so. and he like goes back to work. Yeah. <laughs> and Riker fucking loves it. <laughs> He's like, yeah. He's like, a cackling. I'm gonna give that kid a fucking swirly later. He practices his nunchucks on the bridge afterward. <laughs> Claps Picard on the back. <laughs> you dissed that nerd. You fucking get one of us now. You should play poker with us. Uh, Jordy goes to tin forward to talk to Guinan just to shit talk Barkley at her. Apparently, yeah. And she, he's like, "What is what does he do when he comes in here?" He's like, "He comes in, and he never, he doesn't talk much, and he orders warm milk." And George's like, "Fucking figures, <laughs> of course he does." Nerd drink. And Guinan's like, "Warm milk helps you sleep. You should try it. Uh, you should try it. Go to sleep and fuck off." Don't you wish you had a, a Guinan in your life? I always see. Yeah. I always, yeah. I always wish this when, whenever I see Whoopi Goldberg in TNG, I'm just like, she's so fucking great. She's yeah, so good. She is. She she like brings this touch of understand. Like a lot of people point out that she's a much better counselor than Troy, yeah. which is true. Yeah. But she she's brings like this a... like, understanding to everyone that's like mm. sometimes like in this episode mysteriously missing from their characters. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She's like a more rubber meets the road counselor. Yeah, that's true. Troy's like close your eyes and breathe in. <laughs> And Guinan's like, hey, quit being a fuck, dude. Yeah. You're being an asshole. Hold up a mirror. Like, Cl- close yeah. your eyes and breathe in. and Let me use my powers or else I'll go fucking nuts. <laughs> <laughs> but Guinan's like, well, I know that Barkley's imaginative. She's like, how the hell do you know that? I just know. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm a psychic. He's like a wizard. Yeah. And he's like, well, uh, I... I doubt his imaginative value or as an engineer mm. or his place on the ship. He just doesn't fit in. I love Guinan being like, engineers don't value imagination. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like, you don't understand. He just doesn't fit in. And then she's like, let me tell you about my uncle Tyreek or whatever his name <laughs> Turkum. is. <laughs> Turkum. Turkum. <laughs> and his, his whole, her whole family told her to stay away from Turkum. So, of course, she went straight to him. And yep. it turns out that he's the only one in the family that had a sense of humor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were like, Turkum shows up to space Thanksgiving and he's all high on the pot. <laughs> he's always taking walks with his cousin. Yeah, he's going for a walk, quote unquote. <laughs> She's like, uh, nobody in my family ever took the time to get to know him to learn about his sense of humor. She's like, the idea of fitting in is repugnant to me. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, down with authority. 
but uh, he's like, look, you don't understand. Everybody's so uncomfortable around him. He's always late, and he's so nervous all the time. And she's like, look, if everybody felt uncomfortable around me, I'd be late and just as nervous as he is, wouldn't you? Yeah. And Jordy's like pissed about this. Like, fucking, how dare Guinan make sense about this dweeb? <laughs> so there's a few, there's a few Jordy Guinan chats, and he always looks annoyed with himself. Like he should have thought about this. He should have realised yeah. this. And I quite like that about their their relationship. Yeah. It's like, damn, I'm I'm smart. I should have figured this out. This story, <laughs> yeah. story about Uncle Urkel or whatever his name is. Uncle Urkel. Urkel. God, I wish. (laughs) Um, Did I space that? (laughs) Did I track that? There's there's always a switch over in Jordy's demeanor, too, where he's, like, pissed at Guinan for not understanding his Mm -hmm. point of view. Yeah. And then he's pissed at himself for being a dum-dum. Yeah, it's really, it's nice that, like, in a Star Trek where, like, people learn stuff. Oh, yeah, they don't just double you know? down forever, you mean? Yeah. Rem- remember when they learn stuff? Yeah. That's great. I like that part. And they're not like, put me in the brig, I'm so pissed off. Jordy <laughs> <laughs> calls for the location of Barkley and the computer. He's like, he's in Holodeck 5 or whatever. He's like, of course. Yeah, and this is when your mom walks in on you on Christmas Eve jerking off. <laughs> Christmas Eve. <laughs> it's very specific. Don't think too much about it's, how okay. it's the most was. wankiest time of the year. It's the, <laughs> it's the most wankiest time of the year. Let's just say hypothetically, you were over at your girlfriend's mm-hmm. house, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. her parents were home all day. <laughs> oh no! I mean, they were asking for it in their own house. <laughs> hypothetically. Our parents didn't let me have sex with their daughter. They deserve this. <laughs> they deserve it. Uh, Jordy opens the holodeck doors. And again, I gotta give it up to the set designers. Yeah. This place looks idyllic as fuck. The lighting's incredible. Mm-hmm. And Costumes he comes across. As well. uh, yeah. He comes across extremely sexy cotillion Dr. Crusher. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah. uh, Pie Face Wesley. <laughs> It's Wesley's like, I love pie. He's like, what do you want? <laughs> Are you my new dad? <laughs> Master Barkley will spank you if you misbehave, yeah, which is like... Yeah, which was not no, cool. No, this kid's like Didn't 17 like years old. Like, they shouldn't be. <laughs> yeah. Also, saying Master Barkley and then the word spank? Yeah. No, 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 no. Not no. flying. No. The big daddy Barkley will spank you. <laughs> Big, Big Reg. Barkley. <laughs> Big Reg. Big Reg. Uh, Big Reg. Who wins in a fight between Big Reg and the Crushinator, Rich? Uh, Crushinator always. Crushinator. <laughs> uh, the boys have have been in a bit of a scrap, but boys will be boys. <laughs> and Jordy turns around and Barkley is fencing three holographic duplicates of Jordy, Picard, and He's- Data. He's fucking Cal Kestis dual wielding foils, just whipping him, just whipping him. They're, dude. Whipping they're really ass. good as well. They're, it's a it's really well choreographed yeah. fight scene. Yeah. yeah, it's a fun little sword fight. It's and it's like wondrous the choreography, considering the normal fight choreography in Star Trek. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's like, uh, 
you're outnumbered, sir. You should yield. And Barkley says, I shall speak with my sword, sir. <laughs> oh, my God. It's... <laughs> and uh, he, he defeats everybody. And he's got, he's got Picard up against the wall. And Picard's like, who's that behind you, an ally? And he's like, I'm so disappointed in you, Jean-Luc. <laughs> Yeah, the old look over there. And Jordy clears his throat, and Barkley immediately fucking changes back yeah. into scared Barkley. <laughs> he like, dies inside. <laughs> yep. The secondhand embarrassment is palpable. Mm-hmm. There's two great scenes of he, him being led out of the holodeck with his head hanging low. <laughs> like and they the, caught him beating it. The Charlie Brown music plays. <laughs> <laughs> They're they're at ten forward and like Barkley is staring down at his drink unblinkingly. He's yeah, like, this look, is like really... extremely heartfelt. This is though. such this a is good great. scene. Yeah. He's like, look, I'll put in for transfer. I'll I'll take it out of your hands. And George's like, no, no, look, I've spent a few hours in the holodeck too. Whatever you do yeah. in there is your own business. Mm-hmm. It's very mature. Yeah. Barkley's like, look, I, I needed to blow off some steam, especially against this one officer who's been riding me really hard lately. <laughs> yeah, Jordy's, Jordy's like, like, yeah, me. Uh, you mean me? And I, I love that Barkley, even though he's so like awkward, still like chuckles a little bit. And he's yeah. like, yeah, yeah. I couldn't tell you off to your face, so I made the holographic Jordy and everybody else is sort of a way to blow off steam by mm. fencing against them. Or fucking them. Yeah. Or fucking them. He doesn't say that, but we know. <laughs> or getting, like, what's that Japanese, like, those those prostitutes where they just, like, get, like, they clean your fingernails and shit? What? <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. never mind. <laughs> uh, you know what, Josh? Sure. <laughs> COVID um. hallucination. <laughs> No, there's these these hookers you go to in Japan and they like cuddle you and it's very like motherly. It's very weird. Look, but... Josh has COVID. Nothing he says counts. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but um, this is what this is the scene where he talks about like he basically describes even though they don't say it because it's 1990 or whatever. He describes the symptoms of clinical anxiety. Yeah. Yeah. It, you know, like constant fear like in social situations not knowing how to speak what mm-hmm. to do with your hands like mm-hmm. it's all very relatable for weirdos yeah, yeah, yeah. like us not me i'm totally normal and i don't take xanax mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um but jordy's like look you have to go to counselor troy and parker's like no that's who i fucking the thing <laughs> i mean <laughs> he's like look I, I'm asking as your friend and your superior officer, you have to go. There's a new problem in transporter room three. <laughs> yeah, more oh, canisters. Man. We all love this. What's with the canisters? Somebody get some Tupperware. I think this is why that one <laughs> attacks Wolf viciously and breaks his back because they've been like abusing canisters in tests for years. Blaming us for all the problems around here. You know what I want more than anything now that you've just said this, and maybe I even have said it before. I want someone to edit in the in the like eight bit sprite of Donkey Kong throwing a barrel and hitting <laughs> War. I can do that. 
But um, <laughs> the where was I? Oh, O'Brien transports a duranium test cylinder. Duranium's real strong. If you don't know that, it's but the ships are made out of. <laughs> and uh, he transfers it from one pad and back to the other. But when it arrives, it's broken and steaming, and they just run up to it with their hands out again. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. it's made of geraniums. The the flower. Oh my god! Oh my god! That's the level of comedy we're bringing to this podcast. <laughs> Does Rich have COVID? <laughs> Shut up, Josh Kelly. <laughs> Mister Josh Kelly. <laughs> uh, but Jordy's like, I'm glad I don't have anywhere to go. And pulls at his collar. Yep. Uh, Picard's looking at the duranium canister. <laughs> and Riker and Geordi are there. And they're like, well, why aren't any of the other transporter rooms fucked up? We're, yeah. we're going to be at NAMI 4 in 22 <laughs> hours, and I need all these lubed up because I'm going to be sluicing people through them hard. <laughs> <laughs> I need a level 1 diagnostic. And Riker's like, where in the fuck is Barkley? <laughs> Yeah, he's like, I'm tired of this fucking shit. I told him to like, do my homework. <laughs> I don't want to do these fucking scans. I'm going to make him. But like, he's like, look, just hold off to 1,400 hours. I have Barkley working on something important. It's He's in therapy. And he is in therapy with Troy. And he is <laughs> so scared. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, going to therapy is scary anyway, yeah. but for him, after he's yeah. had sex with his therapist. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't imagine going to a therapist and also wanting more than anything to fuck that therapist. Yeah. yeah. They get yes, in your head, I man. too They're can find out. <laughs> I don't. The thing is, though, I don't think he actually... It, it's not about Troy, is it? It's about the release... No. And I think yeah. it's about the emotional connection with someone, I think. Not the, that sort of release. You it's, about the release. it's about the release, all right? <laughs> it's about the hot release. But, like, she's, like, turning the lights down low, and yeah. she's trying to get him to breathe in slowly. And he's like, I remember this from the holodeck. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. And she's like, what? And he's like, no, 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 nothing. <laughs> shut, shut up. But uh, he's now, he starts breathing in, in and out really fast, and he's like, "All right, cool, that's a great technique. I'll try it and get back. See ya." <laughs> this is very like uh, lower decks ish. Mm. I thought this was yeah. very like like you see this joke on that yeah. show. Like, was... <laughs> fucking the article writer strikes again. We can only imagine <laughs> the horrible mixed messages that go through Barkley's mind and are picked up by Troy. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She was probably like, what? <laughs> Something about boners? <laughs> Troy Troy heads up to the bridge and uh, goes up to Jordy. And she's like, look, I had a visit from just the biggest fucking weirdo on Earth. And he's like, oh, Barkley. <laughs> and uh, I'm not sure what happened, but he just ran out. And Riker comes out then, and he's like, "No!" He's like, "It's it's two thirty one. Where the fuck is he? Where's my yeah. replicator lunch money?" <laughs> <laughs> but they they call for Barkley, and he doesn't answer. And it turns out he's in the holodeck again. And Riker's oh. like, "I'm gonna go beat him up and shove him in a locker." <laughs> holodeck, 
High School Bully Program 3. <laughs> Riker Program Alpha 1. It's just high school. <laughs> I, I do love that Jordy's like, look, Barkley's running some unique programs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Barkley's like, I don't give a shit. I've just run, I, I just run out of patience. Damn. Well, he's about job? to get... But oh, no, no, no. like he's, he's running, yeah, he's running yeah, some unique yeah. program. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, I got it. Yeah. Look, I'm <laughs> both I and the writer of this episode are very funny. Fuck you both. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they they go back into the beautiful sunset paradise of Barclay's fantasies, mm-hmm. and they run off to find uh, three musketeers, Data, Picard, and LaForge. <laughs> And Troy's loving it. She's like, this is so cool. And Riker's like, this makes me madder. (laughs) Riker smash. (laughs) And Troy's like, like, this is, I think this is therapeutic. You get to see like what somebody thinks of you. It's very honest. Right. And, uh, they call, uh, for the game, three musketeers call in a, a more suitable opponent for them. And uh, it's a teeny tiny little Riker. Yeah. And he's like, I'm ready to fight, sir. <laughs> On guard. And Troy says, you are very tall. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. yeah. It can be intimidating for some people. Mm-hmm. And he's like, uh, where is Mr. Barkley? And he's like, oh, he's a little bit too strong for you. Prepare <laughs> your final moments. Yeah, and he's like, delete this guy, <laughs> and, uh, and she's like, no, no, don't delete any of it because that's like very, like, that's like a super like breach of privacy, but right? Also, like, might be quite yeah. damaging to his psyche as well. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. She's like, there's nothing wrong with a healthy fantasy life as long as you don't let it take over. And Breaker's like, yeah. you call this healthy? Yeah, but then they find the goddess of fuck the pee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And Troy is like so fucking pissed off, and she's so like, mad. She's like, "Remove your pains and aches of the real world." <laughs> yeah. and she's like, "Delete this bitch." And Riker's like, "Belay that, belay that order." <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with a fantasy life. <laughs> yeah, they're just so chuckling good. back and forth at each other. It's so true, though, right? Like, if you if you saw this, like. What people thought of you, mm-hmm. well, it, it would fuck your brain up, man. Oh, or yeah. like your biggest, what? How the the one thing they think about you, like yeah. the biggest flaw or the biggest, you know, positive, and then made a character yeah. out of you with that yeah. as the primary. Like Im- imagine that you're like Picard, Data, or Geordi, though, mm-hmm. and you're just like he thinks we're the Three Musketeers. Yeah. Yeah, it's very yeah, it's weird, right? Like but, he sees uh, them as his equals. The... That's yeah. true. Well, I th- all three of them together. Yeah, yeah, are his equal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I know you guys would make like the hottest big dick boy for me, so yeah. I'm cool with it. <laughs> you would uh, from how many dicks you're always talking about? You would have like an octopus dick that you yeah. like walk around on. It'd be like a Gatling gun of dicks. <laughs> <laughs> Um, back on the bridge, the ship suddenly speeds up to warp 7.25. 
and yeah, seemingly no reason. The gas pedal good stuff. The funniest <laughs> they thing bring a... is that um, it's almost like someone's touched the thermostat because Picard instantly comes out like, who, who <laughs> touched <laughs> the thermostat? Who touched the warm core? <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> He's like up out of his chair before even anything happens. Yeah, yeah. It's the fucking instant transmission toward the door from his desk. <laughs> he senses it. Yeah. Uh, but they they bring it back to warp seven, and they're like the matter antimatter injectors malfunctioned for one second, and we went up point two five warp. Yeah, that's bad. That's not good. And the, uh, Picard calls the forge, and he's like, "What do you think about that?" And he's like, I, "I'm not an engineering," and he's like. What? He's like, I'll, I'll be back soon. Don't worry. And he's like, I should hope so. You shouldn't be spending gets, all your time in the holodeck. He gets in trouble for Barkley's shit. And yeah, he gets so yeah. annoyed. He's like, mm, we better find Barkley. Yeah, yeah. He's like, we need to find Barkley now. Yeah. And the goddess of empathy's like, come, fuck me. Come and, in me. And Troy's like, muzzle it. <laughs> and the holodeck Troy's like, oh. Yeah. But they they the, the find the M word. They they find an open glade with uh, Barkley asleep in Doctor Crusher's lap. Mm. Which, uh, is a beautiful paradise. There is something I'd like to inf- open her glade. <laughs> True. There's something creepier about this than the Troy thing for me. Like the s- it's the Japanese prostitutes, Rich. <laughs> You're doubling down on that, huh? <laughs> Look it up. <laughs> but Troy is about ready to beat the shit out of Barkley at this point but Jordy drags him off to engineering they all walk out his head's hanging down again <laughs> yeah <laughs> poor guy <laughs> this, this is when we learn about hollow addiction mm-hmm. yeah and Jordy's like look I understand where you're coming from I even fell in love in the holodeck once but I knew when to turn it off and I was like no you didn't, no, you didn't. Fuck. yeah that's an interesting revisionist history yeah, as yeah. how that ended you saved yeah. the fucking program because when she comes back she, she sees yeah. her own hologram yeah and the you hologram is being it. all lovey dovey mm-hmm. at you so did you ever turn it off I don't mm-hmm. think so mm-hmm. he's like look the people in the holodeck are more real than the people out here, except for you, That's Jordy. Nice. And Jordy's like, "Look, I we need you out here in the real world." It gives him mm-hmm. a clap on the shoulder, and he leaves. And they're they're working on this problem in engineering, and <laughs> shit's gotten so bad. I love Jordy's brain trust that never gets together again. Like, quick, come on, I need the the A team. <laughs> Duffy, Myers, you're never gonna Duffy. be in the scene again. <laughs> we need Crusher, we need Barkley, and Robot Two Six Eight. <laughs> Robot Two Six Eight, sir, transferred last week. Oh, fuck. Duffy drank from a a glass that got ex- exploded <laughs> to death by Energons. Like he's dead. There's no chance he lived past this episode. <laughs> But uh, things have gotten so bad, the inche- the injectors are physically jammed, so the, the the gas pedal is to the metal, and there's no That's way to like get it back. It's when you out. drive with flip-flops on. It's dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> they call for red alert. The ship is going to tear itself apart in 16 minutes. They're space trucking, buddy. 16 and minutes. You know shit's bad because it's 16 minutes and not 16 hours like yep. it usually is. Yep. Yeah. 
Jordy's like, look, I need every idea you got on this master's situation table. <laughs> I don't care how harebrained, stupid, idiotic, or moronic it is. Jordy's like, we need to find a connection to the anti-grav unit, the twisted glass, the transporter malfunction, and the jammed matter-antimatter injectors. Duffy's like, squirrels! <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Duffy. You're drunk. Uh... <laughs> They're, they're going to saucer separate it. Warp 9.4. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's a bad idea. They're like, look, if we separate the saucer, it would rupture the warp field. And also, yeah. I imagine, explode. We yeah. would all explode. Yeah, I don't know, like, going, like, several thousand times the speed of light does to metal when it stops it's going several thousand times the speed of light. <laughs> but, yeah. Barkley's like, what, what, if, what, if, what if it's one of us? <laughs> and they're like, what, you idiot? Yeah. But they figure out that Duffy and O'Brien got uh, sodi pop sprayed all over them <laughs> from the anti-grav yeah, like, unit. Duffy touched the glass. O'Brien touched the ass. Duffy's dick. <laughs> Duffy's dick. <laughs> Duffy's, and the transporter. Duffy's dick looks like a twister at this point when they when they put that monitor over Barkley's gloved hand they should then put it over Duffy's groin and Miles's mouth <laughs> oh my god dude there's there's this is such a good scene though because like they're like okay uh how many things wouldn't be picked up by a, a normal scan yes yeah and they're like, they're like 15525 Fuck. They do some very good deductions okay. here. Oxygen atmosphere, 532. Uh, yep. And can modify the molecular structure of glass, 5. And they start throwing stuff out one by one. Barkley's, like, on it immediately. Yeah. He's like, it can't be Jackmanoid. It has a half-life of 15 seconds. Huge Jackmanoid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's named I hear after. he has a half-life of 15 <laughs> seconds, too. Oh, It's because he never drinks all, any water the... before they take pictures of him. Yeah. It's all the steroids. It's all the roids. Mm -hmm. Yep. You don't you don't go from X Men One to the Wolverine no. without some roids. Yep. Yeah, that dude's like also like fifty. Yeah. Like, you, I'm sorry. You just need help at fifty. Mm -hmm. well, like you, you're not lifting that. No, no, no. If you're it's on not, roids no. and you get older, you start to look like a veined catcher's mitt. Like yeah. old. Uh, well, st look at Stallone, Stallone man. Does, yeah. Or Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Oh God. Oh man. Mm -hmm. I watched that movie. Uh, what is it? The that superhero movie with Stallone, where he's like the twin or whatever. What? Uh, it's on Prime. It's uh, I forget the name. He's got it. COVID. But he's got COVID. It's he's got COVID. Is the, yeah. is the film yeah. about Japanese prostitutes that clean your fingernails? No, that was a documentary. <laughs> <laughs> However. They uh, they figure out that it might be Invidium. It used to be used in medical containment fields. And Wesley, being a dumbass, is like, the Federation hasn't used it for over a century. And Barkley's mm. like, but maybe the Michalaks have the people mm -hmm. they got their shit from. Maybe the Michalobaltras use it. <laughs> and Duffy's like salivating. Duffy's like, you rang? Wait, we're talking about Michelob? We're talking about shitty-ass beer white people drink? <laughs> But uh, they're like, okay, it could be Nvidian can can it can me. <laughs> <laughs> it might be Nvidium contamination. <laughs> uh, technically, I don't talk for a living, so <laughs> I'm fine with that. But they rush off to the cargo bay, 
And uh, I love Barkley's Mi- sparkly Michael Jackson gloves. <laughs> yeah, so man. And they scan it with a beam, and it sparkles even harder to show mm-hmm. that there's Invidium in the purple bit. Yeah. And they're like, we have Invidium, sir. It needs to be cooled to negative 200 degrees Celsius, which is real fucking cold. Yep. That's super cold. They're going to flood the antimatter injectors. And uh, they do Seems it. like maybe a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> they do it, and it works. It doesn't at first, though. It's like, oh, shit. And then mm-hmm. Picard's uh-huh. like, jiggle the handle. <laughs> <laughs> Picard has to get his last minute, like, real yeah. fix in at the he, end of the episode. He knows. Yeah. But they cancel Red Alert, and Riker's like, great job, Jordy. And Jordy's like, well, actually, it was Barkley. And he's like, acknowledged. <laughs> I hate him. Yeah. Let's set a course for Starbase 121 to get decontaminated. And drinks. <laughs> drinks are on Barkley. Drink of Comadium. Whatever it's called. <laughs> cool. Lividium. Lividium Hugh Jackman. <laughs> See, it's not so easy to say fake words, no. is it? I mean, all um, words are fake. Yeah, it's true. False. <laughs> Dummies. Um, but. Sorry, I'm so sorry, I'm sick. Jordy's like, uh, we. I'm glad you were out here in the real world. So Barkley immediately goes to the holodeck. <laughs> it, it, he goes up on the bridge and he's like, oh, I gotta leave you all, right? Yeah, you kind of think it's him leaving yeah. the Enterprise for real, right? Barkley's like, it was a pleasure to serve with you. And Troy's like, good luck. And she looks a little, like, horned up. So you're like, oh, this yeah. is a holodeck. Yeah. Barkley's like, it's been fun. Com- computer in the program. <laughs> and he's like, uh, delete all programs under Barkley. And he stops. He's like, belay that order on program nine. What the, the fuck, fuck is program, program nine? nine? Program 9 is definitely Troy and the Toga. You can't tell me any different. <laughs> yeah, I think that that's true. And that's the end of the episode, folks. And you know what that means. It's time for another quick commercial break. And then we'll be back with our um, our rulings on the episode after these messages. Ricola is blended from organically grown Swiss Alpine herbs and other natural ingredients. Ricola, natural herb cough drops from Switzerland. Ricola. Now available. And we're back, and it's time again, as always, at the end of every M Class podcast episode, to break out the giant novelty wheel that we keep here in the studio. It is the Cochrane to Catfish Warp Scale of Quality, where a 1 is a Cochrane, which is bad for some reason, mm-hmm. and yep. a 10 is a Catfish, which is good for some reason. What's a 5? It's just, uh, 5 I, is a mind your own fucking business. No, 5 <laughs> is a, a trip, right? Or a, a tucker. I do think we okay. called it a tucker. I did think you called it a... F- yeah, you did call it a tucker. But he also likes catfish, so it could also be, like, a smaller catfish. 
This is getting more complicated than it needs to get, I think. Uh, Rich, what are you reviewing this episode as? What are you giving it? I, it's an eight. It's an eight. Yeah. I think stop, it's stop stealing my score, dude. Eight. It's the hive mind working. Um, yeah. Because it's not, it's not a seven. I would have graded it as a seven as a kid because of my attitude towards Barclay. But yeah. it's a bog standard story. It's nothing. There's nothing exciting about it really. But I think. Barclay the ship goes it. real fast. <laughs> but that's it. And a glass <laughs> breaks. When you break it down, it's not really exciting. But Barclay, as a first intro into him, and I wished he'd got more episodes, Bar- Reg Barclay is the bravest man in Starfleet. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. If you can literally sit at home and do nothing, which a lot of us would have done, it just eat replicated ice cream and yep. gushes and Albany... <laughs> Albany's gummy bears. Albany's gummy bears. Um, And you could get away with doing literally nothing. Why would you do that if you had those phobias? He has those phobias and he goes and he pushes himself and he knows it's going to be difficult. He's the bravest fucking man in Starfleet. Yeah. Turns out he has even more phobias that are even more debilitating to him being in Starfleet. Like fucking transporters. Yep. This is is called the Luigi factor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) He's the bravest man in the Mushroom King. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's true. So eight. I'm also giving it an eight. <laughs> and what are your reasons behind <clears throat> this? Well, Rich stole all my good reasons. No, I'm sorry. Dig into that cloudy COVID-addled brain mm, of yours and come up with see. a couple more. The, the Japanese well, I... prostitutes told him to <laughs> cook grade it an eight. <laughs> <laughs> Well, like, I hated Barkley when I was a kid, too, and I probably would have given it, like, a six, because, mm-hmm. I don't know, there's something deeply, like, like psychological about that, right? Like, I definitely know exactly how Barkley feels, and I don't know, you're right, he is the bravest man in Starfleet. I wish he was my dad. <laughs> <laughs> don't you get, now you're older, don't you get that sort of, like, I'd be a good friend to Barkley. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. I I mean, he's amazing in everything that like I love in First Contact when he shows up. Mm-hmm. It's so good, right? Like he's just great. He's a great crew member that's like on the show that isn't a main character. Mm-hmm. I don't know. He's even good in Voyager. Yeah, I was about yeah. to say Reg Barkley, savior of the Delta mm-hmm. Quadrant. Well, he makes Voyager interesting for like a couple episodes, yeah. which is hard to do. <laughs> yeah. He dates an accordion lady, doesn't he, right? She plays a harp or something. Yeah, something like that. Wow, that's and then Troy's like, you're not banging her anymore? And he's like, nah, I hate accordions. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to give this episode an 8.5. Uh, Damn! Because I never hated Reg Barkley. Yeah. That's true. You I've do get extra him. five. Uh, there are certain times when you get a mirror held up to you yeah. and uh, all empathy goes out the, the fucking door and you just can't stand to look in that mirror at that character yeah mm-hmm. uh, that's me that's happened to me many a time I'm not yeah. above that in any way shape or form but yeah. for some reason I guess it was just the right time to feel sorry for myself through another <laughs> character maybe I don't know you were the right uh, down on yourself. Yeah. Not too down on yourself that you got mad at yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, the hot Goldilocks, 
Goldilocks down on yourself. The fucking hot rods from outside Josh's window just came past mine. Hey, we're a family. <laughs> uh, yeah, there was some at some point in my history when I first watched this episode, I was extremely empathetic to his situation. And there's also like, I don't know. As a kid, even as an adult, you sort of see yourself in Starfleet, right? Yeah. You're like, oh, yeah. I'd be yeah. on the Enterprise, I'd be on that flagship, or like, you know, yeah. I'd, mm-hmm. I'd be on some other ship out there having some adventure. But then you're sort of confronted with Reginald Barkley, yeah. who has all of uh, very similar anxiety issues. Yeah. But and what a great story, though, right? Like, what a great lesson that, like, even on the Enterprise, they're not above helping somebody who needs help with this, yep. right? Like Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, like Picard like, is the true hero of this episode yeah, when you really yeah. look at it because they were an entire ship's crew was ready to write him off because he was mm-hmm. different. Yeah. And Picard and Guinan were the driving forces to giving him a chance to really prove himself and not only does he prove himself in this episode, he proves himself in every episode he ever appears in from here on out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like actually a fucking genius, right? Yeah, absolutely. Like, well, yeah. and uh, as well, they make it. He makes people change their opinions around him. Like Geordie goes on a journey, right? And in the one where with the transporters and the mouth things in the trans. Do you remember that one with the little yeah. worm things? Yeah, in the, the monsters. Yeah. Um, Beverly changes her opinion of him. And in the mm-hmm. one with in where he gets the super brain, Picard changes his opinion about him. It's it's like he hold, he doesn't doesn't just hold a mirror up to us as viewers. He holds it up to the other cast members, and I think that's really great. Yeah, and that's... the one where he turns into a spider, all the spiders look up to him. <laughs> I deliberately avoided that one. <laughs> well, no, you're right. That's really great insight. He's he's not yeah. just a mirror character for us, but for them as well. Mm. And um, that type of character is sort of sorely missing in previous Star Trek episodes. That yeah. sort of genuine everyman who has the same sort of problems that like a normal person might have put into this situation. Because he's much more a man of the 20th and 21st centuries. Yeah than he is a man of the 31st century. Yeah, when you think about it, right, like... Uh, or 23rd, like, what, 24th, whatever. You know what the fuck I'm talking about. I got you, I got you. <laughs> but it's like, what does he have to be nervous about? <laughs> he doesn't yeah. have to pay bills, you know what I mean? Like, he doesn't have to worry about getting food it's all social or anything. Yeah. It's all social, yeah. There's and, that line in the episode where, like, Geordie's like, "What? why do you need to be like this? And he's just like, you wouldn't know. You don't have these problems. You can't explain it, yeah. And exactly. it's just so pitch perfect of, mm-hmm. to describe, like, depression and anxiety and yep. those sorts of inner monologue problems that we all have. You can't put yourself in his shoes. You haven't had his life experience. And, yep. like, he's great. He's great. Yeah, absolutely. He's got like imposter syndrome mm-hmm. when he's like at the meeting, right? Like he's like, I don't, I don't think I should even be here. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that's absolutely true. And I'm you got gonna... heavy hitters like Myers and Duffy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's um, beyond the character introduced in this episode. Uh, Rich brings up a decent point that the episode itself is fairly bog standard, <laughs> but um, there is a scene that sort of elevates it above. Every other, we just have a problem on the ship scenario. 
instead of like the big league characters we know standing around pondering and then one of them comes up with a solution yeah we have a sort of think tank of lower dexian kind of characters let's say yeah who are working together word by word sentence by sentence to come up with a solution everyone's inputting and working together which is much more realistic in the way that groups solve problems and yeah. they're not like it's not like myers is like fucking we're all it's our fault fuck you red like you know what i mean like <laughs> it's like they listen and they're like that that's a possibility because they're engineers they're troubleshooters yeah. so you have to look at things from a, every direction right like and i uh, think in, a, in like maybe a more modern star trek they'd be like reg that's dumb as hell you probably. know probably there would be somebody who pushed back against him like, yeah well, that's not gonna fucking work that's what's so, yeah. what what's really good as well is that they brainstorm and data isn't there because you think to yourself like would data be good at brainstorming that sort yeah. of like say a thing that you know might potentially be wrong and talk around it so that it sparks other trains of thought that you might not mm. have naturally thought of if you were a, a machine I think oh. he does it though right does, like because there's a lot of times I think where data is like uh, he's good at the listing things, mm-hmm. and maybe that helps other people figure things out, right? Yeah. He's, but I don't. Yeah, you're right. I don't know. Maybe he would actually be a hindrance in this. Might be. Yeah, I, th- I think the the sort of moral we're supposed to take away from it is that if Barkley wasn't there, they would not have come up with that solution. Yeah. Period. And yeah, I they'd give have it an flown 8.5. off into the sunset. <laughs> I give it an 8.5 and not like a 9 or anything higher than that because this episode does a pretty nasty disservice to the characters of Jordy in the first part and Riker in the entire episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah it makes them look cool and I want to be a part of the clique. <laughs> There's a few episodes like that with Riker. Like Ensign Rowe is a bad episode for Riker where he's like, I'm sorry, young lady, you can't wear your fucking earring on the bridge even yeah. though we've got like fucking Klingon Miss World up the back. <laughs> oh fuck yeah that's what it says on the other side of it this world <laughs> it's definitely what his gold sash said yeah, yeah. the gold one was yeah. Yeah. so I'm gonna go with 8.5 for this one I love the character of Reginald Barkley I mm-hmm. think he adds a dimension to the world of Star Trek that's I don't think has really been replicated in any other Star Trek a character who's struggling with their own inner problems that aren't just like, oh, I'm half Klingon. What's that like? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or I'm half Vulcan. I, that sure sucks. I can't think of another uh, show or anything that even deals with like social anxiety from that time period. Like That wasn't like a thing people no. talked about. I mean, the closest just... we've got in Star Trek now is probably Boimler, but even then it's... It's kind Boimler, of it's yeah. a mild social, yeah, and it's a mild social anxiety. It's more about yeah. like understanding your place in the pecking order rather than sort right. of worrying about the social dynamics of a situation. Maybe uh, what's her name, the redhead from Discovery? Oh, Tilly, Tindy. yeah, Tilly, Tilly. She's a little yeah, more on Tilly. the spectrum, though. The um, yeah. Uh, I think it's important to point out, as it is important to point out anytime Star Trek TNG tackles issues that we're, we feel reverberating today or we feel mm-hmm. ring true today, this episode came out in 1990. Yeah. Yeah. That was I mean, an entirely different time in the television landscape. Yeah. Yeah. 
yeah. I mean, depression wasn't something that you lived with in the 90s. It was something that you could be committed for still, probably. Yeah. Well, some people, you know, some people's parents think you can still just, like, turn it off. Yeah. Just walk it off. <laughs> right? Yeah. Just, 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 just exercise just, more. Don't be sad. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I get it. Yeah. It's Thanksgiving. Why can't you just leave it for one day? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let me yeah, just turn yeah. it off. Yep. Let me just unplug the router. And that's why you drink five Manhattans on Thanksgiving. <laughs> so, uh, with the with the weighted score, it is an eight. Yeah. Did you average it? Uh, mathematically, no. I just guessed. Why? No, the average would be like eight point one or two. Yeah. Yeah. It's an eight. We round it down. Eight. Eight. I'll round you down. Thanks. Before to we a get nub. In, before, <laughs> children, before we get into the final part of the episode where we go through the whole rigmarole of thanks and where people mm-hmm. can support mm-hmm. us, Rich Masters, uh, would you like to tell these people some things about yourself? Uh, I like long walks on the beach. No, you don't. That's a lie. No, I don't. No, I don't. fucking hate sand. <laughs> I know you don't. <laughs> I fucking hate it. I um, knew that about you. Oh, it's really irritating. <laughs> um... <laughs> Yeah, uh, what shall I tell them? I host a uh, podcast called Toon Hounds with my good friend Spivzy. Uh Most people who listen to this and listen, probably have listened to it by this point and decided whether they like it or not. But um, yeah, we talk about cartoons every two weeks. Uh, we just did an episode on Batman the Animated Series. Um, I also do a podcast called Tapon's Theatre on Subspace, which was sort of birthed on this podcast. Um, that's a bit weird, isn't it? Sorry, everybody. Oh, um, it was sorry. a messy birth. Um, <laughs> and you can find us on uh, Twitter at, at Tapon on Subspace. Uh, you can follow me at, at Masters Rich on Twitter. And you can find my fan fiction work at boldlyprose.com. Woo! Hell yeah. And, uh, Follow. Woo, woo, woo. Read. I, I haven't. I haven't spoken about uh, spoken about uh, bros because I feel like we're going to tell them about it anyway at the end. <laughs> probably. That's a good guess. Yeah. Um, <laughs> as a matter of fact, uh, you're probably wondering what the fuck is Rich Masters talking about? Is he senile? <laughs> well, no. He's actually talking about a podcast that all three of us do together uh, every other week called Bros Before Pros. And it's a podcast where we are given prompts by the audience and write stories based on them. And I hear what you're saying. Boy, Josh, that sounds f- familiar to me. Wink! Yeah. <laughs> Wink and Darren Ocean. The, uh, 50% the difference... less lamprey. <laughs> <laughs> the, di- the difference, of course, is... Uh, well, you're getting exactly what you're expecting from Josh. He's bringing Darinos home to a new podcast with uh, fantasy stories like you've never heard elsewhere from any other mouth. We got in. dicks. We got butts. We got dicks inside of butts. Yep. That's, that's, that's everything. That is true. Yeah. <laughs> we got jizz cubes. <laughs> you, get, you get everything. It was a cube were... filled with jizz. That, oh, yeah, all right. It was semantics. Semantics. I mean, <laughs> oh my god I mean maybe he was oversaturated Which is but I mean I'm not a fucking scientist I don't know what his pH was 
very, very alkaline. I got on my. It was above seven. It was salty, that's for sure. Yeah. Josh is bringing fantasy stories from Darrenos back to the table. Rich Masters is bringing his perfect science fiction to the podcast. And you like get a little bit spooky. You like get a little bit scared. Poo your pants. Then I'm bringing some horror ah! stories. Ah! Uh, that that was me getting scared. It was good. That, it was good. That was me hitting the table by accident. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> it's uh, it's spelled uh, B R O S. The letter B. The number four. P R O S E. And you can find us on Twitter at Bros Before Pros Pod. You can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Spotify under Bros Before Pros, spelled that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are on episode seven at this point. Seven yep. just came out yesterday, and yeah. uh, it's considered by many to be the best episode we've done. But I mm-hmm. do think you should probably start at episode one. Oh yeah, we've got we've got long form stories going here, guys. You've got to start at episode one. I feel long bad. form, dong form. <laughs> I feel bad because my long form story is kind of ending in the next episode. <laughs> That's yeah. okay. You, you don't have to do shit, man. I There's no do, rules. I have to do shit, Barbara. <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck is Barbara? Yeah, follow Bros Before Pros. Uh, we brought rich on this episode because we wanted you all to know about the incredible podcast that we're bringing together bros before pros and if you need any further information about us you can head to bros before pros dot card dot co that's card with two r's for some reason don't ask me that's weird (laughs) yeah i don't get it either (laughs) yeah support the show Keep us on the air. We are hemorrhaging money right now from pledges. Yeah. So it's uh, all those Japanese prostitutes. Patreon.com slash M Class Podcast, where for as little as a dollar a month, you get access to behind the scenes posts, wallpapers of every episode, access to a Discord full of your fellow Trek boys who you could Trek or wreck with. Whatever mm-hmm. you want. Mm-hmm. Trek yourself before you wreck yourself. Uh, for a little bit more money, you get access to uh, e- our email program early. You get mm-hmm. access to other podcasts altogether, like Jeff and Josh Shoot the Shit. And uh, very special commentary tracks for some of our favorite and uh, whatever the fuck movies we just chose randomly. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeff and Josh talk over movies. We've done Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. We've done the Super Mario Brothers movie. We've even done Beastmaster 2? Yeah, the best one. My favorite was The Mummy. The Mummy yeah, was amazing. Was the really Mummy was, was one of our latest ones. Maybe mm-hmm. the latest I want to do Mummy 2. Yeah. I do want to do Mummy 2 as well. Maybe we'll do that. I love Mummy 2. Uh, I love Rachel so yeah. Vice. That's what it is. Yeah, Rachel Vice. Oh, my God. A beautiful, beautiful woman. A patron. Have you the movie Confidence? Yep, it's really good. It's a good movie. Yep. You sh- you would like it, I think, Jeff, because it's like kind of a it's like a heist movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, a little bit like of a, a mystery. Bit of a mystery. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I do it's love cool. that. <laughs> uh, let me get through the Patreon plug. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, just support us on Patreon. It would really we'd really appreciate it. It helps uh, pay for hosting for the website and the podcast, and keeps the lights on at our homes. 
<laughs> uh, follow us on Twitter at mclasspodcast. Shoot us an email for our other program at mclassemail at gmail.com. And if you need any further information about the show, you can find it at mclasspodcast.com. You can check out iTunes and leave and rate a review. <laughs> leave and rate a review, everyone. There you go. I'm going to stop talking. Do that. I don't care what you write. Go to iTunes or Spotify or wherever you listen to this great show and yeah. leave us a review. This great, great program. <laughs> I... <laughs> Sounded so dejected. This great, great program. Uh, we have a new review. Oh, Ooh. what does it say? It's five stars from Import Metrics on mm-hmm. October the 6th. <laughs> okay. The only Star Trek show I listen to anymore. Oh, Damn. Yeah, Import Metrics. Most Star Trek podcasts are so bland, they're borderline unlistenable. Especially Ooh. the quote-unquote network-based ones that try to appeal to such a broad audience that they end up being about as exciting as microwaved Melba toast that's been allowed <laughs> to cool to room temperature. Wow. Damn, get this guy on pros before pros. Uh-oh. <laughs> While J&J do tend to lean a little heavily into modern-day identity po- politics, such as the quote-unquote original sin of white guilt, no one is oh, perfect. No! It's, it's easy enough to skip past those segments. Highly <laughs> recommended. Hmm. Thank you? <laughs> hmm. Uh, invitation oh to Bros Before Pros slightly rescinded. Boy, did I speak too soon. <laughs> you can literally write whatever you want in these things. Yeah. I mean, well done for the five stars. Yeah, we got five stars. That's that's cool. And it does help, so thank you. Oh, thank you. We didn't spoil how many swords anything has, so we got the five stars. <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, thank you for that review. And if you'd like to review the show, we'd appreciate it. Uh, we will be back in two weeks, unfortunately, without Mr. Rich Masters. So say bye bye, Rich. Boo. Bye bye, Rich. <laughs> I'll get to see him on Tuesday, so I don't care. Yeah, I'll see I, you I, both I, next Tuesday. I was about yeah. to say, I'm there too, Josh. Jesus. <laughs> I'll see you next Tuesday. You know what I mean? <laughs> Only Rich is allowed to say that word. I say yeah. it a lot on the podcast, apparently. <laughs> well, it's it's funny because like I play ESO with a bunch of like Australians, and they're constantly saying, it. "Oh yeah," and it and it's like I we don't say that here in yeah. America. It's like calling you mate. Yeah, yep. it's like a, a term of endearment. Yeah. Uh, let's bring that to America, everybody. We'll see you next time <laughs> on M Class Podcast. Bye bye. Bye. Bye, you cunts.
I'm mentally ill. Trick with your boy.